Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Hello and welcome to A Life in Dublin. I'm your host, Mark, and today I'm here with, with Monica. We're going to do a little podcast. Hi. There she is. <laughs> um, hopefully we can be your digital ear companions, your digital companions for the next <laughs> little bit. Let me tell you where I got the idea for this podcast from, for this episode of the podcast. Um, I was watching, uh, you were actually out for dinner the other night, and I was cooking dinner, and I had something you know, on in the background just to kind of... Distract yourself. Distract me or, or, you know, yeah, just keep me company, actually. My, it was my digital companion while I was cooking dinner. Um, and I had an episode of How I Met Your Mother on. And in that episode, in that particular one that I was watching, they were doing, like, you're not a, a real New Yorker until you've whatever. So okay. like, some of it was, like, killed a cockroach with your bare hands or something about the subway or being able to understand what the subway conductor says over the the speakers and things like that random stuff like that doesn't matter so it got me thinking a little bit and I was like well what would that be for for Dublin and then in that case you're not a real Dubliner until you've all right so I've got a few ideas okay as you've been here five years now five years not yet nearly five years nearly five yeah Let's see how many of these things you've done. And by the way, I'm not the authority on this. I'm just one person. And actually, the idea is that hopefully you guys who are listening will actually get in touch with with your ideas because there's so many different things, obviously, that it could be to make you a a real Dubliner. But listen, we'll give a few of these a a shot and see what you think and see how many of them have happened to you or not. Okay. So the first one I have here is you're not a real Dubliner until you've had a seagull attempt to rob your food from you. <laughs> so I don't know if that's part of Dublin. Well, if I'm part of Dublin, but you don't necessarily need to, to be a Dubliner. No, but... You can be a tourist. <laughs> I think the majority of people who live here have had that experience. Not necessarily that the seagull's actually been successful, uh, but you've been, like, walking through I'm the park terrified. and you can see them looking at you or they're flying, like, close overhead yeah. and you realise, okay, it's not a good idea to take yeah. out this I think here, here especially, are more aggressive than anywhere else. 
<laughs> they keep getting bigger anyway um, for me I I'm terrifying and I remember one video I watched like on Instagram and it was like fucking seagull going inside the supermarket and steal a sandwich <laughs> and yeah. he even waited for the automatic door to open yeah yeah I've seen that video as well and it was like yeah we are in the level yeah but they're smart <laughs> they're intelligent birds yeah. um, what about this one had a random person start talking to you on public transport I don't think in public transport, but in the streets, yes. Or maybe when you are waiting in the bus, yeah, we could say like public transport. Yeah. 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 I think that is definitely something that. Even myself the other day when I was like trying to pay the ticket for the parking, you know, I just started talking with the woman like uh, how frustrating it was in my morning and the system. And <laughs> so you've reached Dublin 2.0 now, yeah. right? You've actually. <laughs> You've, you've not only had the experience, you now are the experience. Yeah, I even show her the application how to app. I had to pay through the app. Oh, there. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's funny. Um, okay. And then, do you have any experience about someone talking to you? On public transport? Right. All the time. I mean, years. I mean, I've, been, I've grown up here. It's happened countless occasions. Um, any one that stands out particularly... I mean, you always get the like the real random ones. I think I've spoken about them on the podcast before. One of a guy that I actually was in school with, who, you know, really loudly on the bus. It was a packed bus. It was like five o'clock on an October night that. or whatever November night. You know where it's all the windows are all steamed up. You can't see out the windows. It's pitch black outside, and the top of the bus is completely silent. People are either listening to music or just not talking to each other. Yeah. And he's like real loud speaking to me. And this is years ago. And he brings up the fact that you shouldn't be drinking water from because the government are poisoning it with certain things to control your mind. (laughs) And I was like, oh man, some things have happened to you since we left school. Um, uh, Yeah, it was one of those things that, you know, you can't be rude, obviously, and say, Mm -hmm. like, and you cannot go. You can't go either. You have to just wait till you're stopped. <laughs> so you're like, oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, man, yeah. So pretty much most of the conversations, um, I haven't reached the 2.0 level that you have yet where I'm the one that starts talking, but I'm sure I'll get there eventually. Here's the next one, right, that I have. Uh, have a toxic relationship with the spire. And let me explain that. <laughs> no, because the actual spire. No. I kind of started I, liking in the spire now since I'm living here. Really? I hate it. I hate the spire. And that's why I've got to... So listen to me. The toxic relationship is because I use the spire. Okay. But I don't love it. So I use it as a place to meet. That's the only function that the spire oh has for God. me. My <laughs> so I talk- was thinking the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Because spider is a huge thing here in in, that, in Ireland too. Yeah, that was funny the other day with you and the spiders. That's one other thing: seagulls and spiders. I think have gotten quite a lot bigger here as well. I don't yeah. know what they're eating, but I was yeah, the spider. Yeah, I think it's a meeting point. Yeah, it's a meeting point for the people. But it's all I don't get it because it's in such a like a historic place or what you would think of as being an important place, like. It marks literally the centre of Dublin. It's outside the the GPO, the General Post Office. Before there was, you know, something uh, a statue important there that was blown up by the IRA, so they decided okay. to replace it with what is now the spire. <laughs> and I An never understood. It. I would have loved to be in that meeting room 
where they decided that the spire was what they were. I, I would like to have seen the other options also. Mm. I'm sure they had some type of competition or whatever to some designer or whatever it was, architect, architect. to make something for for this, the literal centerpiece of Ireland. And for me, like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't seem in any way Irish. It doesn't seem to mean anything mm. that I am aware of. Uh, and it, like, it's not even like if you're going to put a big spike make it like the biggest one in the world or something but it's not even that mm. um, so it's a I, meeting point it's a meeting point that's what it exactly is yeah. but that's why I have a toxic I hate it I really don't like it yeah. but I use it as a meeting point okay next one I have is ask yourself why so many people take photos of the Temple Bar pub so when I say people <laughs> I mean tourists or even people that move here initially and like I see you walk past that area even at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the day and you see mm. so many people like on their way to take pictures of themselves outside that pub. I don't get it. Like, what's the big deal about the Temple Bar pub? I imagine it's like, I don't know, tourist place. So many places are like this. Yeah, but I can understand some places. Yeah. But for me, it's like, it's not even necessarily a good pub. Yeah, I think the people, when they, when they come here, because the pubs are really huge here, is. I don't know the fact you did the picture there is like I'll be in the pub even yeah. if you are not going in it's just you are outdoor you would just associate Ireland with pubs yeah and that's like the king of the pubs I think so even you know it's not <laughs> yeah yeah and the people when come here they think are the best it's got nice, nice lights and everything but yeah. it always it fascinates me I like the Christmas people. tree I mean like yeah, after cool. four months hung there yeah Um. They must make so much money. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know how much it costs to actually run the place, but it, uh, the price. Yeah, no. The price because of a pint. Nobody's is paying to the picture. No, but people go in for a pint afterwards, and the pints are like. Oh, no, everyone. I did so. a picture, and everyone went inside. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually never been inside it. And I said it's. A t- I said it's a terrible pub, so I did it wrong. Maybe it's the best pub ever. Um, well, maybe the people can come in. That that's true. No, probably it's expensive. My next one that I have here is, and this for me is, you're a real Dubliner. If you've been in Brown Thomas and felt horribly uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) I, like everything obviously is just ridiculously expensive there. Uh, When you walk in, you feel like absolutely everybody's looking at you or has said, why is this guy walked in? And also another one for me is, I've been in Brown Thomas more to use the toilet than to buy anything. <laughs> so here's a little bit of secret information, guys. If you ever need to use the toilet and you're around that Grafton Street area, go into Brown Thomas toilets up on the top floor. They have by far the nicest toilets. Um, <laughs> and they have like really posh soap afterwards, you know, that like molten brown soap. <laughs> so it's a, it's a good one. But yeah, generally... Absolutely no chance that I'll I uh, think for me being there. Yeah, I think the first year when I'm off here I like going several times. But not anymore. Oh. I think because I was like the typical place to go, Grafton Street, but now that I'm more sitting down here I'm like trying to avoid, you know, go to Grafton Street. <laughs> I used to go in there and I won't lie. Um and you know me, I don't buy very m- many clothes. Yeah. Um, in fact, I probably get more secondhand clothes since I started. I'm, I'm with you, but like before, I used to get maybe one pair Jeans. of Levi's a year. Yeah. 
and it was like an underground. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think there's that anymore. Mm. I think I'm not well, sure. Well, no, I I've been going, for a while. I went in there. We went together. Yeah. 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 I remember they didn't have any. It device. was different brands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the only reason. And my only reason, apart from going to the toilet, uh, to go into Brown Thomas is now is now gone. Um, it did actually happen to me once when I was like a teenager. I was walking through and, you know, like the kind of cosmetics area. Mm-hmm. And a woman stopped me and she's like, can I do uh, like a sample on Grace? <laughs> and at the time I've gotten better. I'm still not great at saying no, but at the time I just didn't say no to anyone ever. <laughs> uh, so I sat down and she put on this like, this sea salt kind of cream on my face. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and then it was basically a spectacle, you know, where people were like, she was like talking and demonstrating and explaining what the cream was. And I was like, how the fuck did I just came in here to go to the toilet and now I'm sitting on some seat with some moisturizer cream on my face. The only reason you are traumatized. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said, you're not a real Dubliner until you feel horribly uncomfortable and Brand Thomas. <laughs> um, I think that is a personal one. Possibly, possibly. That's why I'd also like people to get in touch with theirs because, I said, as I said, I'm not the authority on this. This is what it means for me, I guess, to be a real Dubliner. Um, next one, become best mates with someone in the toilet of a pub. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. (laughs) I think that's a Dublin thing. Yeah. Yeah. thing anyway. Yeah, and and you know what I like when we were in COVID and after the the pubs open again, I just miss so much that random conversation that you have in the toilet or yeah. your your hair is gorgeous, you know, like it, <laughs> three four people can say that me in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's something from absolutely from here. Yeah, I actually had the same experience after COVID going in and some people start talking to you. It's like mm. remember that like yeah. here is a person I don't know talking to me in real life. It was like weird. It was really weird. Yeah. But yeah. after you like, you realize, like, no, that's the way it was. Yeah. Such a weird time because that, like, when all of the rules just It's went always away. like, at least in, because I imagine men's toilet will be different than women's toilet. Well, I, no. I, I imagine so too. <laughs> I think, like, here in Ireland, at least, you know, the women, like, you always have a compliment to each other in the toilets because they are, like, putting some makeup or the lips or, you know. Um, yeah, and I think it's nice. It's absolutely nice. Yeah, well, men definitely wouldn't compliment each other <laughs> in the toilet, and if they do, they they shouldn't. Um, and then we type of conversation like you are talking. Uh, it'll be like anything. 
Okay. I, I don't know. Like, could be coming. So, could be someone just talking after chat. Like, could be someone going, "Are oh, you having a good night? Are you?" Um, it'd be like, "Oh yeah, man, good crack, good music." It's like, "Ah, oh, it's deadly, isn't it?" Or, you know, whatever. It could be anything. Do you see the match? Jay's mad rain. You know, typical men's conversation. Conversation. Yeah, <laughs> with with a bit more alcohol infused uh, enthusiasm. All right, here's one that I think. It must happen to you. Okay. And it, until it happens to you, you cannot call yourself a real Dubliner. Uh, and it's fall off your bike on the Lewis tracks. Mm. Yes. <laughs> it happened to me. Never uh, bike. I'd ride that bike again. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me as well. Oh my God, yeah. Um, and it's uh, happened a lot to people. And I need to get back to the bike because after that, I really struggle to ride in the, the city. Yeah. It's it's one thing because obviously I I'm old enough now to remember the time when there was no Lewis, and I was uh, cycling home once, and yeah, I basically at the part um, of a town where you have to be really careful with the Lewis tracks, and mm. I I knew that if I went over them in at a weird way that I would fall off, mm. or that my bike would would jump or skip. Yeah, and I did the difficult part well and then I just stopped paying attention and then somehow like even on a straight road I just went into them because I wasn't really paying proper attention and I fell yeah I fell in the middle of the road Um, it wasn't that bad a fall but at the same time it got my attention if that if you know what I mean and I was obviously lucky that it was it was actually at night and there was nobody nobody driving behind or anything like that yeah for me it was like a the guard got really kind and just they attended me and everything I think it was like it wasn't that huge but I think because everyone was helping me and me I was wearing like a white coat and obviously it was wet the floor and I was like full of shit around yeah. and I think it was more like wow oh. and I remember just a part of the, the bike because it was a rent, 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 renting yeah one bike. of those Dublin bikes yeah I just were when home walking and crying <laughs> but at least now you can call yourself uh, a real Dubliner yeah, yeah that's, that's the experience you 100% have yeah um, that also like it, it brings to mind I have seen some people have really bad falls mm. like I remember one guy fell and I was like oof he was okay he got up and went on but I was like I think you should go to the hospital mm. like that was a bad one yeah. Uh, because people uh, particularly around Trinity that's where I've seen most people fall off because people are generally going quite fast on their yeah. bike I think to get away from the buses or whatever and they go into that yeah it's uh, it's not nice alright next one Um, so you're not a real Dubliner until you've had this thought in your head before getting the bus you think maybe this time it'll be different <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in that point, I'm trying to avoid the bus as yeah. much as I can. But the thing is, we've all had to get the bus right in Dublin. That's fine. You've all <laughs> sometimes it's been fine. Most of the time, it's not. But whenever I have to get the bus, I do have not very high expectations. But some part of you, deep inside, goes, you know what? Maybe maybe it's gotten better. Mm. Like maybe this time it's going to come on time. But I don't think or, it's like. Well, I think the traffic is mad. You know, traffic is mad. 
Yeah, traffic's mad. Like, I, like I, I, I take the piss out of the bus a lot, but exactly. Uh, yeah, I should. You should think I should like lay off the, the bus people. Yeah, I think that they are brave to drive the bus in the city. That is true, and they have a lot of like passion. Yeah, that is what I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> brave, yes. Passion, that's uh, questionable. Uh, but yeah, well, we'll move on from the buses. All right, you're not a real Dubliner until, from the rest of the world's perspective, you have a different perspective on North Face jackets. Well, Latin A years. Yeah. <laughs> In most like other places, ones. like North Face jackets are like real posh, like uh, nice mountaineering. Uh, yeah, for me, I like incredible Latin years where these and black and they're yeah. all the same. It's all the same. Like, I, maybe. I, it definitely wasn't North Face jackets, but maybe we were all wearing the same clothes when I was a teenager as well. But I definitely don't think so. We were definitely a lot more colourful. That's for sure. It's all oh, black no. grey now. Yeah, I think it's uh, like the uniforms. Like yeah. black grey hoods up, <laughs> and then like a real. They're kind of intimidated when you find like a group of teenagers, you know, like six, yeah. seven. But they're all probably like lo- lovely, <laughs> yeah. you know, lovely guys. But that's just the clothes that they, they, they choose to wear. And yeah, because some of them are not lovely. Obviously, yeah. we all know that too. Um, and yeah, the fact that they all have decided to wear the same thing all across the city uh, gives it a, a kind of a weird feeling. Um, okay, last one. And maybe you can tell me something afterwards if you have, something comes to your head of what you think you're not a real Dubliner until you've done this. But my last one is you're not a real Dubliner until you've peed in a park. <laughs> I think for sure it was a lot of time in COVID for you that because any toilets around open. Yeah. And I'm for the people not who grew, now that. No, but for the people who grew up here... Um, I'm sure we've all had times where we've had some cans or whatever in the park and you've got to pee in Yeah, the park. I remember one when we were like dating. I would have to stop in the, the park to pee in the middle of the way to my home because I couldn't hold it. Yeah, that was quite funny. I remember another one. I hope you don't mind bringing this one up. What, another time where you peed in the park during COVID and you got stung uh, by nettles on oh, your bum. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to edit that one out of the podcast afterwards. I have been trying. No, that's on the record forever. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, that's funny. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of other things. Yeah. That I think I know. also, like, ground is one of the things, like, when you're starting saying that, I think you can feel part of, you know, the group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, obviously, there's a lot of things to do with language, yeah, that are associated I mean, obviously, for people like you who come here and learn English, and like that's one part of it. Then integrate the Irish English into your into mm. your language itself. And something I always I feel makes us proud here in Ireland when we hear non-native speakers using Irish English, uh, like it's yeah. grand or a good crack or that's gas. Uh, yeah, I always find it funny. Oh, why you say the other day that you say like you were saying laughing and he was natural? I can't remember. I can't remember either, but yeah, I I do remember the, what uh, you're talking about, but I don't remember the phrase yeah. that, you, that you're talking about. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I think we, we talk about that too many times, like the culture of the coffee, like go for a walk, the park with the coffee. I think it's something like, mm. yeah, we do a lot. Yeah. For me, something new. Yeah, that's definitely, I wouldn't say something unique to Ireland. Um, maybe it's not something that's done so much in Spain, but mm. I think definitely in the States, that would be a huge, huge. thing in Australia as well, in the UK. Um, yeah, even Australia, that is a hot place. Oh, 100%. Coffee mm. in Australia is huge, mm. huge. Um, and they would have really, like, quite good quality coffee there as well. They're big into it. They take it seriously. Okay. Um yeah, it's a big Swimming thing. Swimming the sea in winter. Swimming the sea. Yeah, that's yes. become something new. I agree. Swimming the sea in winter. Yeah. Or, so, swimming it's in the like sea. It's not like swimming, it's like a dip. Yeah, it's a dip. It's a exactly. dip, yeah. Dip in the sea, because, and it's not, you're not doing it for mm. the love of swimming or anything, you're doing yeah. it for the, like, just to feel good afterwards. Exactly. So, that's kind of unique. So, obviously, if you're in the beach in France, Mm-hmm. you're going to onto the sea for a different reason yeah like here in Ireland it's like a, a yeah. shock an electric shock through it. your body you love it yeah. I love it yeah, we, yeah we've got to do it more I, I know um, listen it's going to be a, a nice quick short episode of the podcast today uh, first of all Monica thank you so much for, for joining me with it no worries uh, second of all to we've had quite a few new listeners um, I've just seen this and I, I shouldn't I hate checking stats and stuff like that but Sometimes yeah. I do it See? and it wrecks my head, but it's important <laughs> also. But I just saw that there's like a, quite a lot of new listeners. Um, so if you are one of those new listeners uh, and you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you It would be nice to, to know. Yeah, well, nice to, for them. to get in touch. And if you have any ideas on like what you think needs to happen before you become a real Dubliner, get in touch mm. with us. Like get in touch with us on, you can leave a comment underneath this episode. You could find us on Instagram, uh, send us a message or a voice a voice note there because that's cool because then I could start maybe including voice notes. Um, I'm not sure I can do that through Instagram, but yeah, yeah send us a voice note anyway, um, and or an email. I'll leave the email address at the bottom of this um, episode as well. So if you look in the description of this episode, you'll be able to find those. And genuinely, just thanks very much for tuning in and listening. And yeah, that's it. Bye. <laughs> there you go. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.